This is Cam Wyland, and you're listening to the 102nd episode of the Wordplay Podcast. My advice to writers struggling with procrastination or perfectionism is always the same. Just write. It's advice I take faithfully myself, but sometimes it's easy to let our guard slip. I've realized these last few weeks that I've been guilty of that with my work in progress, The Deepest Breath. Ever since I started the rewrite, the words have been flying, and my word counts have been high practically every day. It feels a lot different from the first 40,000 words, which seemed to take a long time coming. The difference? I've shoved a lot of inhibitions to the background, I've stopped tweaking everything as I go, and I'm just letting the words flow onto the page as fast as they'll come. Not only am I logging some very productive writing sessions, I'm also relaxing and enjoying the process so much more. It's time for me to ask you a favor. Nominations for Writer's Digest's 101 Best Websites for Writers are still open for the 2012 picks. If you've enjoyed the podcasts or the articles and videos on my blog, would you consider zapping a quick email nomination of Wordplay to Writer's Digest at fwmedia.com with 101 websites in the subject line? Discover the perfect place to insert backstory. The latest post in the video series on my blog shows how Ernest Hemingway's classic short story, The Short Happy Life of Francis Macomber, utilized a masterful placement of backstory to pique reader curiosity and raise the stakes. You can watch the video on my blog at wordplay-kmyland, that's w-e-i-l-a-n-d dot blogspot dot com. New videos are posted every Wednesday. Meanwhile, enjoy this week's podcast. Save your readers from boredom. Five foolproof preventatives. The bored reader is the writer's worst nightmare. Angry readers we can tolerate. Some writers even cultivate them. Because anger, at least, indicates emotional involvement. Boredom indicates only apathy. And the apathetic reader won't be your reader for long. The scary part of all this is that we don't always realize when we're being boring. I once turned over to a beta reader a handful of chapters full of battles and chase scenes, only to have them return to me with the report that they were long and boring. If scenes in which the character is running and fighting for his life can turn out boring, imagine what can happen with scenes that aren't as heavy in the speed, tension, and conflict departments to begin with. Of course, this begs the question, how do we recognize when we've written a boring scene? 1. It bores you. In The Making of a Writer, Volume 2, Gail Godwin says, There were parts of the stories that bored you to write them. I'll just make myself finish this description. It didn't occur to you that if it bored you, how much more it would bore the uninvolved reader. 2. It's repetitious. When you've already covered information in a previous scene, readers will get fidgety if forced to sit through it again. Comb through your manuscript for places where you've inadvertently repeated old information or created similar scenes. 3. It's too long. My aforementioned beta reader explained the problem with my not-so-exciting action scenes was their length. When a scene drags on too long, all the excitement is replaced with tedium. If you're unsure whether or not a scene is too long, it probably is. When in doubt, short and snappy is almost always better. 4. It's self-indulgent. We all occasionally write pet scenes that have special meaning to us. Perhaps it's the vignette that inspired the story to begin with. Perhaps it contains some especially brilliant subtext. Or maybe it introduces a particularly lovable character. What's sometimes tough for us to remember is that none of that stuff interests readers. 
The only scenes that matter to the reader are those that matter to the story. 5. Its stakes and or conflict are low. Stakes and conflict go hand in hand. If one or the other is missing, a scene is guaranteed to fall flat. An argument that doesn't put something at stake for one, or preferably more, of the characters is pointless and boring. And the highest of stakes will quickly grow tedious if all the characters do is sit around and agree with one another about their hopeless plight. If we can avoid these five boredom bombs, we can slay reader apathy before it starts and keep them riveted from page one all the way through to the end. Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, visit me on the web at wordplay-kmyland.blogspot.com and be sure to listen again next week. 